Welcome to the Rich Spaulding Show, the podcast dedicated to first-time home buying. I am your humble host, Rich Spaulding. I'm a licensed real estate agent with Remax Unlimited here in beautiful Kennesaw, Georgia. I'm also a licensed loan officer and mortgage broker owner. Uh, today, I want to talk about the earnest money check. You know, uh, yesterday, I went and showed some homes to a client and they have purchased a home in the past, but they uh, forgot what the earnest money check was all about. And because they were an experienced home buyer, I just assumed they knew and they did not. And we uh, went over the earnest money check and kind of what it's all about. So I want to dedicate this podcast to the earnest money check because it's a very crucial part of the real estate uh, contract. So think of earnest money check as skin in the game. When you make an offer on a home, the seller wants to see that you have money. Oftentimes you will present an offer that includes a pre-qualification letter from a lender. So whether that's your bank or a mortgage company, the seller needs to see some kind of proof that you, the buyer, have money. So that letter is a great way to show them that. But at the end of the day, the seller wants you to have actual money involved in the deal. So there is some kind of penalty if for whatever reason the deal is not executed as it's laid out, as agreed upon. So how it works is let's say that you uh, find a house and the house is $200,000 and you decide you want to go ahead and buy that house. and you give the seller what they're asking for, $200,000. Here in the state of Georgia, you would make an offer for $200,000. The earnest money check or the earnest money would be typically 1% of the sales price. So in that case, in that particular hypothetical deal, the earnest money check would be $2,000. You would write a check out to a real estate brokerage or a closing attorney uh, that's what we do here in the state of Georgia. It may be different in other states. Um, but that 2% or that 1%, I should say, is real common. Now, if you were to write a check for $4,000 or $5,000 and make an offer that is beyond the 1% and you really want to show the seller that you really want the house and you definitely are willing to put more skin in the game, that's only going to strengthen your offer. Um, that is definitely not frowned upon. You can you can you can do that. Um, it's probably not necessary, even in a competitive situation. It's not going to be that necessary. The one percent is fine, but if you wanted to to do more as your real estate agent, I would tell you that's okay. The one thing I would uh, what is frowned upon, and one thing I would discourage my potential uh, home buyer is putting less than one percent. And the reason being is if 1% is standard and you're dealing with an agent on the other side of the transaction that knows that 1% is standard and you offer something like $500, that shows the seller that either you don't have a lot of money, which that's not good, or you don't have a lot of faith that the deal will actually get executed. And if for whatever reason you want to bail out, it's only $500. And let's talk about that for a second. So um, we talked about the, the amount of money that is used for earnest money. Well, what exactly is earnest money? Well, earnest money is the money that goes into a trust account 
it kind of just sits there. So it doesn't go to the real estate broker. It doesn't go to the agents. It doesn't go to the law firm or the closing attorney. It just sits in what's called a trust account. While the deal is happening, it just kind of sits there. If the deal is executed as is at the closing table, the earnest money will be applied towards the buyer's down payment. So if your down payment is $10,000, uh, and the earnest money was $2,000, you would only need to bring $8,000 to closing because you've already contributed $2,000 to the down payment. So it just gets applied towards the down payment. That's easy to understand. Everyone gets that. If for whatever reason in the transaction, you decide, you know what? This house, uh, the roof is getting ready to fall apart and I don't want to buy it. Well, you don't have to. As long as the contingency uh, has not expired. So a due diligence contingency, a appraisal contingency, or a financial contingency. Uh, those are the most common contingencies in a real estate transaction here in Georgia. As long as they have not expired and you are within the uh, terms of the contract, uh, you may exit the contract and keep your earnest money. And off you go looking for a new home. And you'll get that back um, and you'll get that mailed to you by either the closing attorney or the real estate brokerage uh, after you exit the deal. But let's say it's the day before closing. And for whatever reason, you freak out and you say, you know what? I don't want to buy this house anymore. Well, the seller who's already planning on moving uh, and has taken the for sale sign out of the yard and has chose to do business with you for the past 30 days and you decide at the last second you want to exit the contract, there needs to be some kind of penalty. There needs to be something that the seller is going to receive if that were to happen. Here in the state of Georgia, the earnest money is what the seller would take and there really is no other, um, no other ways the seller can go after the buyer beyond the earnest money. Now, that wasn't always like that. You know, several years ago, um, the seller would be able to sue the buyer and try to take them to court and try to get them more money uh, for damages, for taking the home off the market for a period of time, only to have the buyer sneak out and not end up fulfilling their part of the bargain and uh, leave the contract. So hopefully that's a good explanation of what earnest money is. So at the end of the day, it's just skin in the game. And that's the way you have to look at it. You need to rely on your real estate agent to make sure that you're following the rules of the contract and your earnest money will always be protected. If for whatever reason you do not follow the contract, your earnest money will certainly be at risk. And you need to know that the seller will be able to take that earnest money as a penalty if for whatever reason you break the contract. So hopefully that, um, it gives you a better explanation of what earnest money is. If you found this podcast uh, helpful, I'd really appreciate it. If you gave us a, a quick review, you can always find me, uh, Rich Spaulding, at uh, richspaulding.com. Uh, you can also email me, rich at richspaulding.com. I love helping first-time home buyers. I am uh, in the state of Georgia here, uh, just north of Atlanta. So if you're in the area, uh, certainly uh, give me a, a ring or a shout on an email 
but if you're not, if you're just listening throughout the country and you have questions about how to buy a home or have questions about the home buying process uh, and you want help from an expert, that's me, give me an email. Shoot me an email. I'll be happy to uh, respond. I love to hear from people throughout the country and uh, I'd love to help you any way I can. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you have a great day. Bye-bye.